everyone, welcome to Binge and Selva podcast. I am back with a bonus episode and the final episode of 2020. For those who are listening to this podcast for the first time, hello, welcome. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi. And I am a host of Binge and Self Love podcast where I share my experience with binge eating, procrastination and self-acceptance. 2020 is almost over and I couldn't end up the first season of this podcast without sharing my point of view on something that so many of us are going to do. And that's setting New Year's resolutions. Because once again... As this year is slowly but surely coming to an end, it's the time of the year when many of us or most of us will reflect on everything we've been able and not able to do in the past 12 months. And this also means that many of us will set New Year's resolutions hoping for the quote-unquote New Year, New Me thing to happen, hoping that 2021 is finally going to be the year when you make your dreams come true. The reason why I wanted to talk about New Year resolutions today is because so many people find themselves feeling frustrated and unmotivated. And because we realize this year is coming to an end, we start to think, what have I been up to this year? What have I accomplished? What about my resolutions I've set in January at the beginning of this year and stuff like that, which can lead to feeling more defeated and feeling more like a failure. This year, 2020, has been completely different from any other previous years. It's been something most of us never experienced and it changed our lives. It interfered with our plans, whether it was financially, in terms of our future or travel-wise. Obviously, many of our plans fell through because of this. But at the same time, this year has also been a great opportunity to learn how to react to things that we cannot control and how we can approach things that are under our control. Today, I want to talk about things and goals that are under our control because often we use the external factors as an excuse for not doing something, even though that something was in our control. First, do you remember what goals and resolutions you set in January last year, if any? Second of all, how many of them have you actually achieved? And because this podcast is about being honest and transparent and sharing my experience, I'm gonna go first. Well, in January 2020, like any other year prior, I set myself multiple goals and I'm gonna read them to you because I have them here with me and you can guess how many of them I've actually achieved. So goal number one was take an exam in English language and get a certificate from level C2. Number two was learn to play 20 songs on keyboard. Number three was run three times a week. Number four go to the gym three times a week. Number five, do yoga three times a week at least. Goal number six, do a website coding online course. And goal number seven, start my side hustle business. Well, if you guessed I haven't reached any of those goals, you would do me injustice because I have indeed reached 
one goal. I've been going for a run three times a week, even though not every week, but I managed to be somewhat consistent with running for the first time in my life. But other than that, I haven't stuck to any of those resolutions. I definitely didn't take the exam. Because you know what? I used the current pandemic situation as an excuse. I told myself, who knows whether there even be a chance to take such exams, so why bother studying now? This really frustrates me, but I also haven't learned to play a single song on my keyboard. I did go to the gym up until they got closed in March. Yeah, I actually exercised at home a lot during the first lockdown in spring so i may give myself a little bit of credit for that but ever since that no gym and i barely exercised at home the same applies to the rest of the goals some of them i have tried and failed some of them i haven't even attempted to do but on the other hand there are other things that i've accomplished habits I've started to build, uh, but they have nothing to do with New Year's resolutions. And the reason why I'm saying this to you is not to make you laugh, even though some of my goals were pretty ridiculous, but mostly to show you that setting up New Year's resolutions is pointless if you don't have any actual intention to achieve them. Before I get into why I think New Year's resolutions are bullshit, it's a good idea to think about and talk about why we set New Year's resolutions in the first place. At the end of the year, we tend to kind of ruminate on everything that has happened during the past 12 months. On one hand, I think at the end of the year is a great opportunity to reflect on everything we've experienced, everything we've been through reflect on what has changed, what things we've achieved, but I think more often than not we focus on all the things we haven't done and haven't experienced and haven't accomplished. Maybe that's just me, but I honestly think that so many of us focus more on what we don't have rather on what we do have. And when we feel like that, we obviously want to believe that next year It will be different. We will finally change that one thing about ourselves that we don't like. And we believe we will finally take that step we've been dreading off. And we will finally achieve what we've been postponing for so long. And yeah, it may happen. But if it hasn't happened this year, and maybe not even the last year or year before, how is this year going to be different? Or more precisely, What are you going to do differently this year? I'm someone who's been setting New Year's resolution ever since I understood what resolution means and that it is something people tend to set during the new year. And I can quite safely say that I never stuck to a New Year's resolution not longer than like two weeks at max. And according to US News and World Report, around 80% of people fail their New Year's resolutions within February. And just hearing those numbers, it makes me think, why the heck do we still keep setting them? Probably because we believe this time it's going to be different, this time we won't give up like we did last year, and that we are going to stick to our resolutions. 
I think many of us see the new year, especially January 1st, as a fresh start, as an opportunity to change. But then we wake up on January 1st and maybe accept feeling sick either from the alcohol or the amount of food we ate last night or from going to bed so late or all three things together. Nothing has really changed. Everything feels the same. The truth is, every day, every minute, you can make such decision and make a change. And you don't need January 1st for that. And I think we've kind of learned to use New Year as an excuse to postpone whatever it is we want for later. As someone dealing with procrastination, I can see some similarities with setting New Year's resolutions. We postpone our duties from today to tomorrow for our future self because we simply don't feel like doing them today but we believe that our future self will do them tomorrow or the next week or on January 1st. I want to make it clear that I am not against setting goals for yourself, quite the opposite, I love setting new goals but what I see as a problem is setting goals because you feel pressured to because you feel someone else is setting them, so you should set them too. And I see a problem that so many people set goals without even knowing why they are setting them in the first place. And I especially don't understand why we should set goals specifically on January 1st and not on, I don't know, December 12th or June 1st or something like that. I think we subconsciously hope that by starting on such special date, like the first day of the first month of a new year, is magically going to help us stick to that goal. On the other hand, I also think it's a habit. Although we failed at sticking to New Year's resolutions pretty much every year, we still hope this time it will be different and we keep repeating the same behavior over and over hoping for a better outcome. And if you have this feeling and this problem, I highly recommend reading a book by Spencer Johnson called Who Moved My Cheese. It's a great and funny story about what making the same things even though we know they don't work can do to us. Now we're moving to the part why I think New Year's resolutions are bullshit. Like I've said before, I'm not against setting goals. I love setting goals and I honestly believe that they are extremely, extremely important. And also if you're among the few lucky ones who stick to New Year's resolutions, great for you. Obviously, you do you and you do whatever works for you. But like I said at the beginning of this episode, I used to set New Year's resolutions every single year and I kept failing 99.9% of the times. And according to different studies, most people don't stick to their resolutions either. But for some reason, we keep setting them every January, hoping this time it will be different. As someone who used to set them every single year, and failing at them every single year, I started to think that New Year's resolutions are bullshit. And there are plenty of reasons why I think that New Year's resolutions don't work. But like always, I want to emphasize that I'm speaking 
based on my experience and these are just my thoughts on this not the ultimate truth that you need to follow and if you think differently and new year's resolution work for you that's great i'm speaking as someone who used to set new year's resolutions and goals every single year but never succeeded so here are a few reasons why i think that happened Reason number one, you don't need January 1st to change something. I feel like we wait for January 1st because we think we need to wait for the right moment and the right time to start something instead of starting right now. The truth that we all know but we somehow tend to overlook is we do not need January 1st or next Monday or next month to start something. So we wait for January 1st and then what? How is this day different from any other day? If I told you January 1st is today, would that change anything for you? Would you all of a sudden feel more motivated, more excited, more determined to work on something? In my opinion, this is one of the best ways to filter your New Year's resolutions or to filter any of your goals by asking yourself, this is what I want to do. For example, I want to read 20 pages every single day and instead of waiting for a new year, go and start doing it today. Will you do that? Most of us probably won't because we'd be like, "Mm, I'm not ready enough or I'm not in the mood right now for that. If your resolution, your goal is something you wouldn't start doing today, then you probably don't really want it and you probably won't start doing it or keep doing it when new year comes. If you find yourself coming up with an excuse after an excuse why you can't start right now, you're most likely not going to start on January 1st. So if you set a goal that you already know you wouldn't start today, then it's probably a good opportunity to rethink what goals you have set for yourself. Reason number two why I think New Year's resolutions don't work is that we set goals and we don't even know why. As ridiculous as this sound, it is indeed true. So many times we set goals because we feel like we finally should do something, change something, or even more often we set goals because we see other people setting goals. And without analyzing why we are setting a goal in the first place, We just often throw it in there. For example, this year I want to start going to the gym or this year I want to read more books or I want to travel more. The reason why we should be setting a goal, at least what I think, is because we want to change something or improve something because we believe it will make us happier. This is also one of the reasons why I hate New Year's resolutions because... Uh, It's time when so many people set a goal because they feel pressured to and one of the most common goals is either to lose weight or to start going to the gym and I'm all for uh, improving your health but I feel so many people feel pressure to have these goals and they feel pressure to try to lose weight and they don't even know why and then when it doesn't work, they feel depressed and demotivated and they feel like they failed. And they get into this kind of cycle when they set these goals every single year, but it never works out. That's why I think New Year's resolutions are bullshit. You should be setting goals because you 
know what you want to change, why you want to change it. And if you know these two things, you will also know that you don't need to wait for some special date to start. So like I said, if we set goals, there's nothing wrong if this is something that you really want. But there's a lot wrong with it if you set goals because you felt pressure to or because you hate the way you look or because you believe losing weight will make you happier. And what I found really sad, speaking as someone who's been dealing with binge eating for many years, so many of us focus on the outer part of ourselves and we set goals such as lose weight and get fit and gain more muscles. But just so few of us set goals like improve the relationship I have with myself or practice more self-acceptance. A few days ago, I've read a quote from Stephen Barlett. By the way, he has an amazing podcast and if you haven't listened to it yet, just go listen to it. Trust me, you will love it. It's called a Diary of a CEO and even though it's primarily focused on his experience as an entrepreneur, everything Stephen talks about is just so applicable in everyday life. But I've got off the point a little bit, so I've recently came across a quote from Stephen Barlett on Instagram and he said that social media makes us think and believe that we probably should be someone else, somewhere else and doing something else. I will leave a link to the post uh, on the Instagram in the show notes so you can make sure to check it out. And this only brings me to the point that we really need to make sure when we set a goal that we are setting it, setting the goal for ourselves. So whenever you are setting a goal, any kind of goal at any given time, not just January 1st, knowing why you're doing it in the first place is crucial. Knowing why you want to do something, why you want to change something or start doing something or on the contrary, stop doing something is extremely important in order to stick to whatever you decided to do. Because motivation and the initial excitement will fade really, really quickly and all you will be left with will be your reason why. And if you don't have such reason, it will be much easier to come up with excuses why not to do something, why not try, why not keep going. And not knowing why is also a great way how to end up with tons of different goals that you already know you won't be able to stick to and that will only make you feel more stressed and more dreadful. What you can try to do instead is to take every goal that's on your list, every resolution that's on your list and try to come up with a serious reason why. This is a great way to filter out all the goals that are not really that important to you, goals that you set only because you thought you should, or goals that maybe you're not ready for yet and that you don't have a strong enough why to keep them. Reason number three why I think uh, New Year's resolutions don't work is that we set unrealistic goals. Although a whole year is a freaking long time, there still is only so much we can do and some changes take a really long time, especially breaking habits. I'm actually an expert in setting unrealistic goals for myself. Uh, Even if I would have all this time in the world, I wouldn't be able to manage all of the goals that I set for myself. I think I've mentioned that in some of my previous episodes, but when it comes to setting goals, I tend to overlook essential factors such as having only so many hours in a day 
and so many free hours that I can dedicate to something and I overlook things like having energy to do something and not being able to live like a machine 24-7 without any fluctuations. And habits are really difficult to break, not impossible but not super easy either and they usually take time to either build them or break them. It doesn't happen overnight. And I feel like at the new year, especially, we go crazy when it comes to setting goals and we see only the thing we want and we overlook everything else. In our minds, it's a pretty straightforward path between where we are now and where we want to be. But in reality, there are many obstacles, many failed attempts, things get hard and we feel like giving up so many times a day. And I'm all about dreaming big and having a big goals, but if you're just starting out or if you previously struggled with setting goals and, and sticking to your goals, I would say start small. If you want to get into running, don't aim for I'm going to run a marathon by the end of this year, but rather learn how to be consistent with running and turn it into a habit and just keep adding on gradually as you progress. Don't go overboard and don't set yourself for failure by setting goals that are unrealistic. Set goals that are challenging, yes, but smaller at the same time that you know you can actually reach. Reason number four why we don't reach our numerous resolutions is we don't make time for them. If you're anything like me, you set a goal and maybe you even give it a deadline. For example, in your mind, you're like, Okay, so this week I'm going to do this and I'm going to start working on XYZ. Uh, but then you come home feeling tired. The next day you deal with an emergency situation. On the other day you hang out with a friend. On another day you have a chill evening. On the other days you just forget. And on Sunday evening you're ruminating and wondering what the hell happened and why you haven't been able to work on that XYZ that you said you will do this week. And I've learned the hard way that unless you make the time for things you want, you won't do them. I wanted to do a podcast for some time now, but if I set for myself a goal to write an episode, I would end up doing nothing at all. But when I set a goal to write a podcast episode on Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., all of a sudden I had a clear vision and structure of what I'm going to do and when. And this took me years, quite literally, to learn. I've always been very inconsistent with anything. I would write down a goal and then I would expect that it will, I don't know, it will happen or I will make it into my day somehow. The same applies to running in my case. I know I, I mentioned running a lot because it's obviously the only goal I've ever been able to achieve. So I'm sorry if you're already tired of hearing about running. But I truly believe the only reason why I was able to stick to running was because I made the time for it. I set specific days, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday and Friday morning that I knew I had the time if I made time for that, it was much easier to actually wake up, get dressed and go for that run. And, if, and it obviously didn't work every single time. Getting through the first weeks, it got much easier. 
and I got used to it and my mind felt like okay so Monday it's running day Tuesday it's a rest day Wednesday it's a running day Thursday it's a rest day uh, so later on if I would skip a running day it actually felt weird not going for a run so if you want to do something I would recommend setting a specific time for that you don't need to be like, so I'm going to start at 5.15 and end up at 5.45 or something like that. But if I know that I have free morning from 6 to 8, I know I can use the time for running. Reason number five why our resolutions fail is that our goals are too general. If your goal is to go to the gym more or travel more or learn to speak Spanish, how exactly do you plan on achieving those goals? Because if you think of tasks you have at work, they are usually as specific as possible. They have a clear deadline and they usually, although not always, uh, are part of something bigger. For example, prepare an email for December newsletter by Friday as a part of our holiday campaign being specific, knowing when it should be ready and knowing why are three essential parts of making your goals work. The good old Parkinson's law applies even to your goals. They'll take as much time as you give them. Unless you specify what you want, how you're gonna do it and when you're gonna do it, what should be the outcome, it will be really really hard to turn those dreams into reality. I know it sucks, it's not super fun to be analyzing your goals from left to right and splitting them into super small goals and coming up with clear timeline, but on the other hand, it it's a really great way to make sure this is again something you really want. It's also making the goal and your journey from your starting point to that goal more clear and you also and it's also less dreadful because you know okay so I only need to do this small thing today and this small thing tomorrow but in the large scheme every single day is adding up to your bigger goal. If your goal is too general you won't know what steps you should take and in what order and why and what should be the outcome. Plus, if you split your goals into few smaller ones, the goal suddenly seems less dreading as it's once again a bit easier to achieve. And the last reason, reason number six, why I think New Year's resolutions fail is because we give up too quickly. When we start something new, when we start working on our goal, it's usually pretty exciting. We feel motivated and we can't wait to reap the first results of our hard work. But very often, the results won't come as quickly as we hoped. We only see a small, almost insignificant change, if any, and we start to doubt, am I doing it right? Am I even doing the right thing? The more we doubt, the more demotivated we feel. And the more demotivated we feel, we're only one step from giving up. And that's why I think it's really, really important to know your why. Know why you're doing what you're doing. Motivation comes and goes. I would say it's like 1% of the success. It doesn't really have that much to do with it. I get motivated and I lose motivation like 50 times a day. Uh, what makes a difference is consistency. Knowing why you're doing what you're doing will help you to keep going when you start to question whether you should keep going 
or whether you should give up. So knowing your why is really important. Number two, take small steps every day rather than a big jump here and there. Because if you focus on doing a small change every single day, you will have something to celebrate and you will feel proud of every single day, which will give you courage to keep going. And number three, get ready that old habits are tough to break. I don't have that much advice on this other than tricking yourself and tricking your mind a little bit. For example, when I was dealing with binge eating disorder, I had a hard time breaking the habits because I've kept making them stronger and stronger every single day for so many years. So I started to trick myself a little bit. For example, I would change the place where I would normally binge for a different place. So instead of bringing the food to my bedroom where I would normally binge, I started to eat in the living room or in the kitchen. And it felt so weird and so uncomfortable that it made me stop binge eating that day. Obviously, it doesn't work in the long term, but it helped me during the first times when it was really, really hard. Or like I said, I've struggled with going for a run consistently. Again, we're talking about running. So I set myself specific days and I knew that on, that the only time I could go for a run was in the morning because later I would leave for work and when I would get back home, I, it would be dark outside and I don't like running in the dark. So knowing that I have only this opportunity in the morning at that specific day played a little trick on my mind and helped me to get myself through Many mornings when I felt like sleeping in. And one more example can be studying or writing a thesis or an essay. As a procrastinator, I've struggled with that so bad. So I've started with some kind of modification of the Pomodoro technique. Doing something for 10 minutes, then taking a break, repeating that as many times as I could. Because I've realized that it was better doing something for 10 minutes than not doing anything at all. And it was also harder to quit once you got into it because most of the time you would just keep going much longer than those initial 10 minutes. So I know tricking yourself and tricking your mind is not the best thing, not the best solution, but I think it can help you a little bit to get started and get through the hardest part. So this is all I have for today's episode and this is the final episode of the season one. I want you to leave this episode with knowing that whether you are a New Year's resolutions fan or whether you're more skeptical about this, know that setting goals can be a great thing, but only if you set them because you want to and because you know why you're setting them in the first place. If this time of the year is stressful for you and you feel like you failed by not reaching your New Year's resolutions, Think of this as an opportunity to remind yourself that you don't need January 1st, 2021 or any other January 1st to start something new or to change something old. You can start right now, right here, right wherever you are. And last but not least, I hope that one goal will make it on your goal list and that's to be more kind to yourself and to make your self-love journey your priority. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for your support. 
and for listening to this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. So talk to you all in 2021. Bye.